another peaceful evening in Bikini Bottom. Listen to the tropical tranquility. Uh-oh. I'm Adriana. I'm Joey. And you're listening to The Secret, Secret Formula, Formula Podcast. Podcast. Season finale. Season finale. So we might be back next week or the week after um, with the little recap episode. Either way, we want to take a week off at some point because it's the end of the year. New year, new me. Nah, new year. Just got to sleep, man. New year, more sleep. I wish. But uh, this, I figured, you know, it's, we both figured it's a great time because it's the season finale. So there will be one more episode at least um, coming up. But yeah. Anyway, most of the business is out of the way. And, and now for the important business is the final real. spin. You went from 45 seconds to 10 seconds to describe. I feel describe. like I've gotten, like, the last five. You've gotten many of them. Pretty um, much all of them. What were these? Uh, all right. I'm scared. <laughs> sure. Ready? Yeah. Set. Go. Squidward and SpongeBob are on strike because Krabs is stingy. And the second episode, Sandy fights a worm because she thinks she's tough shit. Texas tough. Texas is tough. Yeah. Episodes are Squid on Strike and Cindy, SpongeBob, and the Worm. Beautiful. Episode 20, Season 2. So, this episode starts off with uh, Mr. Krabs doing what he does best counting his money, sitting at his desk and counting his money. Count me money. Money, money, sweater, sweeter than honey, sweater. <laughs> sweater that's covered in honey. Money, money, this money will make, oh, this profit will make me wallet fat. And he's just basically singing his little dumb song about money because, you know, he's a, he's a jerk. I'm gonna go for it. He's a dick. Yeah. Last couple episodes. Oh, he's getting worse and worse. winning me over at the very least, I'm gonna say. And he's realizing, uh, wait a minute, the maths doesn't add up. We're down $3 from last month. I gotta start running a tighter ship around here. So, you know, Squidward is actually doing his job, helping the customer, and, you know, ringing them out, giving them change. And Mr. Crab hears this and is like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's all this change business? <laughs> what, is, what is this change? It's, it's like when your nephew is running the, the oh, lemonade yeah. stand. <laughs> yeah. My nephew, um, over the summer made like $400 selling lemonade and we were like, was he giving people back change? Cause people would give him like a 20 and I just have the feeling he was just like, thanks. <laughs> and who is going to go back on a kid and be like, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't even think he about made, it until right now. open up a lemonade stand. He made bank. I mean, say, you got any grapes? <laughs> be run by a duck. <laughs> Ducks can't tell change. Well, I'm asking for lemonade, but I can do I can do that if I want to. I can do things all the time. Because if I'm a duck, then I can be a duck. And that's the time. <laughs> Alright, so Mr. Krabs is kind of like over this change thing, and they're doing basic things. Like, 
breathing, fixing their uniform. I wonder how many people learned how to tie a tie from SpongeBob or why they didn't learn to tie I just a tie feel, from SpongeBob. Because that was pretty pretty good. I feel like I winged it and learned how to tie a tie. Because he, well, he had a pretty it's good like explanation. So Yeah, it was a pretty good little rhyme. It's like the loopy loop and pull. And his shoes are looking cool. But Mr. Krabs isn't paying SpongeBob to dress up or Squidward to breathe. And Squidward, you know, snaps back right away because he's sick of this shit. He's like, you hardly pay us at all. Oh, that reminds me. I got something for you. Oh, it is payday. Here's their little meager restitution, as Squidward says. And he goes to hand, uh, he goes to open the envelope. And uh, it's a pair of underwear with the sound of a fly buzzing, which means they're dirty. And that's dry cleaning. And why the fuck do you put your underwear in a paper envelope for the dry cleaner? They're also huge. He's a big boy. So, like, that's a paper envelope for a check. Please explain. But they open their checks and realize, gross, they were bills. Uh, Squidward was charged, uh, let's see, $1 for breathing, uh, talking, $5, standing, $10, existing, $2. Well, ain't that the truth? Lollygagging, $2. I would love to see him lollygag. And chewing, $1. So you're making me stand, basically, like, you're making Squidward stand at the cash register and pay him to do that, to work for you. Literally the government. <laughs> and then up comes SpongeBob, 18, 19, 20. There you go, Mr. K. I think I should, should cover all my nonsense. Oh, and here's an extra 50 cents for when I was tying my shoe. And instantaneously over $20.50, Mr. Krabs is drooling. And he's realizing, not only do I not have to pay my employees, they'll pay me to work for me. But not everyone, obviously. Because Squidward's like, what are you doing? You don't owe him money. Why are you paying that cheapskate? Like, you gotta, like, just no, don't do that. Solidarity, fam. We have to unite as workers and demand the respect we deserve from the boss. Which is fucking true. Like, don't treat your employees like shit. In fact, you know, you and I, we should go on strike. Why not? The only two employees of the Krusty Krab that bring that place down, you'd think. So they go on strike. But Squidward's like, you know, sure, after all, you like your job, right? Right. And you want to keep working here, right? Right. And while you work here, you expect to be treated fairly, right? Right. Then let's go on strike. going on strike. We're going on strike. I still don't know what strike means, but we're going on a strike. Hey, guess what, Mr. Krabs? Me and Squidward are going to go on strike. A strike? Yeah. You mean you're going to make picket signs? Yeah. And you're going to make protest speeches? Yeah, yeah. And you're going to demand me respect? Yeah. No. No, Squidward. So SpongeBob realizes the severity of the situation and realized that he's getting fired. All of us is like not working out, and his de- 
this, like, is not working out at all. This is not what he thought. He's making, like, sad faces through the window. Oh, his face. There's going to be so many pictures <laughs> of his face I'm going to have to try to pick through because it's just, like... Even his eyelashes are, like, wilty. Spongebob <laughs> face lost pants is what I say because oh. at one point his face gets stuck on the window of the Krusty Krab. Yeah, and then another point, like, Squidward goes to rip him off and he rips off the front of him and you can see all his <laughs> organs. <laughs> I was like, ooh. He's just, he's a mess. He's just crying himself to nothing. And, but at the same time, Squidward's like, you know, we can't let him treat us like this. He owes us for all our precious and irretrievable moments we've wasted in this trash heap. God, do I feel that. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mr. Krabs is dusting off the help wanted sign inside. (laughs) And then he'll realize, you know, he needs them more because we are workers united or whatever. So... You know, what exactly, what do we have to do here? We can, uh, we can get everything we want, you know? Do exactly as Squidward says, and in no time, Spongebob will be working again. And you'll have your job back and more. And And, more? And it shows this cute picture of him with this big-ass hat. It's just adorable. It's like his big, uh, Krusty Krab hat. Which I can imagine, it's not easy to fry cook with. But I don't know anything. So yeah, at the end of the knows? day, my neck hurts, but damn, do I look good. <laughs> so the first step when you strike is to get rid of your old uniform. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're really complicated uniform of hats. Hat. Squidward has no problem taking his hat off, throwing it to the ground, and stomping on it. You do it now, SpongeBob. Go ahead. Stomp it into the dust. He tries to take off his hat. He takes, like, he struggles to get up there. He finally takes it off. And when he goes to throw it, it just, like, sticks to his hand. Oh, it reminds me of the thing in Little Giants, which probably three people have seen, which the kid tries to use, like, the sticky stuff on his hands to, like, catch the ball, and he puts too much. So his hands are just, like, stuck (laughs) together by, like, this rubber cement that he's, like, holding in his hands. But it's stuck to his hand, and he just can't... He's not even holding it. It it won't let go of him. This hand is my friend. It's never oppressed me. <laughs> and he's he's basically sobbing and holding his hat because he can't do it. And to be honest, the hat won't do it either. He's <laughs> like, you're pathetic. I threw my hat on the ground. Aha! Fucking cop comes up and writes him a ticket for littering. <laughs> Literally. In this episode. It's like, oh my god. Think again before you litter. It's like, he was going to pick it up, probably. Nothing litter to do, huh? <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, and now uh, it's time for art class. I mean, painting picket signs. You know, I that's love, a great example. I love how when he's making the signs and he comes back with a picket fence on a post, he's like, not a picket fence, you ding-dong. <laughs> oh, he calls him a ding-dong? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I drew a little picket if fence. Crack me up. But they're trying to make different signs, and SpongeBob isn't quite getting it. How about this, Squidward? SpongeBob, it's unfair, not fun fair. A fun fair? Where? Oh, I could go for some fun. At the Krusty Krab. Hey, everybody, let's go to the fun fair. Ah, <laughs> uh, free advertising. Holy hot damn! A fun fair at the Krusty Krab. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ, try again. So then we see him with a sign that Squidward probably made for him. That <laughs> I, didn't, says, I didn't even think of that. It says, uh, 
no fair on it because, or maybe he just wrote no fair because there is no fair and he had no problem writing that because it wasn't lying. And he's marching around the Krusty Krab uh, with his little practice speech from Squidward. Krusty Krab is unfair. Mr. Krabs is in there, standing at the concession, plotting his oppression. What the heck does that mean? I don't know. Squidward told me to yell at it, people. Then you must be SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes? Dude, you are like a fry cook legend. Will you sign my spatula? Uh, anything for an aspiring fry cook. So, did you come down to help out the cause? No, I came to take your job. Uh, hey, thanks, dude! Oh, the teens are at it again. Paying to work. Damn or scams. <laughs> yeah, literally, how relevant. Like, literally very relevant. Uh, so, the next one's more relevant, actually. Maybe. <laughs> but... Ow, I just stabbed myself with the pen. It was, like, stuck. It's, like, really stuck. That's weird. But this little shit is going to go work at the Krusty Krab now because apparently Mr. Krabs has been doing it on his own just fine. Very interesting. This whole speech kind of brews up, I feel like, inside of Squidward after everything because SpongeBob doesn't know how to strike... You just let the replacement cross the picket line without even so much as a single threat. And then he's like, I'm sorry, Squidward. And he has a little sign that says, I heart the Krusty Krab. How about I try the signs again? So close. <laughs> Forget the signs. I've got something for you to do. Go stand over there. Like this, Squidward. Almost a little more to the right. And perfect. He's basically behind a pole. So nobody can see him anyway. And now is Squidward's time to strike and have his little speech. You should get your actual megaphone. Oh my god, so, oh, yes, Jesus Christ, I shouldn't go yell it from the other room. Attention people of Bikini Bottom, you have been cheated and lied to. I knew it! The gentle laborer shall no longer suffer from the noxious greed of crabs. Hey, what's that guy talking about? I don't know, but he's got a megaphone. We will dismantle impression board by board. We will saw the foundation of big business in half, even if it takes an eternity. <sighs> Gee, I don't know what Squidward's talking about, but he sure sounds convincing. With your support, we will send the hammer of the people's will crashing through the windows of Mr. Krabs' house of servitude. And then he, uh, Krabs, right, he, like, screams right into Fred's face, pushing his eyeballs completely back into his head and, like, almost out of the back, and then they come back. So, you know. Wow, all the supporting is making me hungry. Hey, everybody, let's go get a Krabby Patty. And uh, there they go, trampling uh, Squidward. And then he says, probably... The court of the century? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Nobody gives a care about the fate of labor as long as they can get their instant gratification. And SpongeBob's like, you know, pretty amped up. He's like, oh, that was a great speech, Squidward. You practically had them eating out of your hands. But they didn't, did they, Mr. Squidward? Because they were too busy eating out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Uh, he's such an asshole. He's just rubbing it in their face. I wish you two had gone on strike earlier. Thanks for attracting all these paying customers with your signage and your sloganeering. Sloganeering. The like, way he says it. S- sloganeering. It's like, so, it's a good word. When I was younger, I was like, what's a sloganeering? <laughs> it's funny, though, because honestly, this is probably what taught me about, like, striking and protesting. Yeah. Is this this exact episode? It's pretty bad when there are like kids' cartoons and like cartoons in general with all these things that are just like strikes. It, it just shows how shitty the world is. That like, oh yeah, it's no, they're getting into your brains, man. They're trying to suggest it to you because you're so influ- influenced like by the media and everything around that, you. Like, hey, we can actually make an episode out of this. Jesus Christ, it only got worse. Even SpongeBob has pretty much had it. All right, Mr. Krabs, you've gone too far this time. You can't pick on Squidward. We're Workers United. We're tired of your smelly greed. Squidward's a great leader. <laughs> uh, and we're going to saw your all your tables, and we're going to smash stuff with the people's hammer. And we're going to... We're going to... Um, Squidward, what was that last part? Dismantle your oppressive establishment? Yeah, that too. And uh, Mr. Krabs is, like, not into it. He yawns and kind of takes Literally off. He's so condescending. He's like, Spongebob is super excited and we're going to stay on strike, even if it takes forever. Forever. Squidward's like, oh, shit, what have I done? And it's just, like follows him home and it's in his mind in the back of his mind he's like i'm gonna have to be on strike with spongebob forever <laughs> in his bathtub in, in his, his bathtub bed. Yeah. like everywhere he's just like this is this is forever oh my god <laughs> i don't know if i can do this on strike with spongebob forever hey squidward i bet old man crabs is gonna break any day hey squidward <laughs> Even when we're old. <laughs> and they're just old and bearded and he's like floating around him, poking him. Yeah, and his like orbiting nightmare, basically. <laughs> I gotta but beg for my job back. <laughs> this is like it. Like he needs his job back and as soon as he goes and opens his doors. Who's there? Mr. Krabs, in his fucking nightgown. Hmm. Oh, uh, evening, Mr. Squidward. Uh, I was just, uh, in the neighborhood, and I, uh, thought I'd drop by to beg you to come back to work. So he's freaking out. He's like, I need you back to work. The teenagers <laughs> that I hired are ruining the place. I'm ruined without you and the little yellow guy. <laughs> And the teenagers are stalkers because they're literally like following him. They're, they're like, "Yeah, Mr. Krabs, yeah, woo, so all weird. right." And it's like, mm, probably don't. I love how Squidward is smart enough to see that he can still play it cool instead of being like, "I was gonna run to you." <laughs> I well, because he like, knows oh, he yeah. he was ready to negotiate. It's like, good, because he knows that he's never gonna get like another job that lets him do what he does. So he's been ready probably to negotiate. Since the beginning. It seemed to me like he was just gonna, he literally says, I gotta go beg to get my job back. So it seems to me like he was just gonna bend over and take it. <laughs> well, I think that's because he also didn't want to deal with Squidward. I mean, uh, Spongebob yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah. Which, 
Which he's going to anyway, Imagine being up there. Imagine if that was so. part of the terms. Because he's basically like, Must be your story sponge. breaks my heart, Mr. Krabs, but why don't we take a little walk and uh, discuss my terms? Ugh, I've got a bad feeling in the pit of me wallet. And then we have a little uh, bubble flash forward to uh, SpongeBob, Hippie Bob No Pants, because he's just like sitting on his stomach on his bed with his feet kicked up. Oh, yeah. Listening to uh, Hey. Hey, hey mean, mean Mr. Boss Man. Wow, I can't type. Hey, mean Mr. Boss Man. Which oh, my I God. thought all the little folk, um, what do you, I don't know what you call those, anti work songs, like. I thought it was just a rip on, uh, like, Woody Guthrie and, like, Bob Dylan. I didn't know if these were real or not, because it even started the episode with that, like, the little opener was some sort of folk song. It's a song by Sage, but I don't even see that. Um, I feel like, I don't know if that's a real... Here. I don't know. Maybe Jeremy Wakefield. Because there's, like, there's one that's, like, in the Spongebob, like, thing. But anyway, he's listening to a record on his bed like a fucking hippie in his underwear. <laughs> like a fucking hippie. And uh, just dreaming about, like... Taking down the establishment. <laughs> yeah. Gee, being on strike with Squidward is sure a kick. Squidward's words are still buzzing around in my head like an angry jellyfish. And he's, you know, he's he's feeling the fever, baby. He's uh, he super to, excited. He's got to go take action. He can't just be sitting around. <laughs> he's got to. He wants to dismantle this oppressive establishment board by board, just Literally. like he says, you know. So he's going to the Krusty Krab, and he's gonna he's gonna restore the working man to its his rightful glory by literally destroying the Krusty Krab. He pulls up all the loose floorboards, then he saws a table in half. I will saw the tables of tyranny in half. I will not the ankles of big business as he's oh. chomping on the columns of the restaurant, which hurts my stomach. <laughs> Squinter to be so proud. And then we get, you know, a beautiful sunrise with uh, Squidward and Mr. Krabs walking to the Krusty Krabs, who's now fully dressed, I should <laughs> mention. They've been walking and negotiating all night. And he's he had to make a stop at his home to go get dressed, I'm sure. <laughs> And uh, it seems like they've pretty much uh, settled on something because, you know, well, Squidward, those were intense negotiations. I'm glad you saw it our way, Mr. Krabs. So even Squidward was not even looking out. I didn't, like, really recognize that he said our way. Yeah, I didn't. He really was, like, looking out for the two of them, which is really interesting to me. And uh, as they're walking up to the Krusty Krab... Krabs is excited. He gets to fire the teenagers and get his two golden boys back and uh, <laughs> starts walking into the Krusty Krabs as Squidward is looking at what is left of the Krusty Krabs. Uh, Krusty Krab and Mr. Krabs is just do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, going on in, like... Open, like, mime opens the door. Doesn't doesn't realize anything. Doesn't care. Like, uses the keys, unlocks the doors takes a seat and then realizes what has happened and it was a saw trap that Squid SpongeBob had built in his office to slice him into pieces because that looked like a fucking saw trap. Oh, I didn't even notice. I thought he just fell apart because he was like look he opened his eyes. Well he did, but the way he fell asleep, he fell asleep in slices. Uh, or not fell asleep, like the way he like 
fell apart. Like oh. he fell apart yeah, and like, like slices like, like fell off and then like his eyes popped off and like and he just sli- <laughs> like slices of of crab. And even Squidward is just like, oh shit, and like runs up. It's like, so SpongeBob, what have you done? I did exactly what you said, Squidward. I dismantled the establishment. Now we'll get our jobs back for sure. And realizing uh, what is ha- what's probably going to happen before SpongeBob does uh, Mr. Krabs. Squidward, SpongeBob. Uh, yes, yes, Mr. Mr. Krabs. Krabs. Here he comes. In order to pay off these damages, you two are going to work for me forever! Yahoo! The strike worked, Squidward! We got our jobs back forever! Forever. 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 One eternity later. Their skeletons are still in there to this day. They remind me of Dollar Tree skeletons. Oh my god. <laughs> totally yeah, like the anatomy. correct. Well, it's not just Dollar Tree, because it's like yeah, Joanne's it's like and Michael's do it, and like Walmart was real bad with it this I love year. The, the old dusty, eternity aged uh, Krusty Krab. They're just bones sweeping in the Krusty Krabs where Mr. Krabs probably isn't even alive. Like I thought it showed him, but I. I maybe he wasn't it, but. No, I didn't see him. I think I'm remembering that wrong. Either way, that's forever, I guess. Take this job and shove it. <laughs> the Krusty Krab is fun fair. Oh a fun fair. <laughs> fucking guy. I know we have like, Stupid there was a voice. lot of uh, oh, those you know, extra I, guys in I there. Sandals, Fred. what they reminded me of. Um, when when Plankton was trying to teach Spongebob how to be evil, he's like, go oh, tell that guy to take a hike. And he's like, hey, hey you should go down there. <laughs> yeah. Go steal it's that guy's metal it's detector. Like the same, the same thing. Hey, you should go look down there. Thanks. <laughs> I love all the extra voices. I Stupid thought you were about one. to say it reminded you of Little Nicky. <laughs> it's like, hey, some dude just stole your shit. Wake up, devil guy! Some dude just stole your shit. Like, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> all right, put your fucking bolo ties on. Your root, cowboy boots. Root your toots. Toot your roots. Root your toots. Yee your haws before you can't. Hoot your nannies and put your hats on. Did I say put your hat on? Uh, put that put fucking a, hat put on. on. Put, put on that two. cowboy hat on. Put T- two on. Yeah, sure. Now put it back on. <laughs> Grow a mustache and get ready because yee-haw, Spongebob, Sandy, and the worm. <laughs> and it starts off with like a fucking rodeo song. Oh. So it's like, <laughs> we're ready to go. So a peaceful evening in Bikini Bottom. With no tropical tranquility because there is something on the ground. It's like a tremor. Uh oh. <laughs> I love that movie. And we see uh, this tunneling thing moving through Bikini Bottom, <laughs> eating signs. Goes up to a, a cop who's writing a ticket for a car parked on a fire at a fire hydrant. Eats the car. And then the scumbag cop just kind of moves the fire hydrant over to the next car and slaps the ticket down. Oh. I literally wrote also scumbag cop moving the hydrant quotas are crime. Um, but then I brought up a question. Would you rather have a ticket or your car eaten? Car eaten. Yeah, I can get a new, yeah especially, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Can't kill a cockroach, but you can feed it to something, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure my car would come out fine. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty big guy it's looking like, you know. As it makes its way through uh, Bikini Bottom, it 
decides that it likes some pineapple. <laughs> and it uh, goes through SpongeBob's house and I, eating the randomest shit. I love when it wakes up Gary. Gary is like scared little mushed in face. <laughs> Two scoops, please. Thank you. And SpongeBob's weird like ice cream dreams. You keep <laughs> the change. And his, his, his eyes when he's like half awake and they're just like looking at either side of the room. <laughs> Because his so blanket's funny. off, so now yeah. he knows that the monster took his blanket, and he sees... And then it takes his pillow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it literally ate, like, a Z into his house, or like an like S into whole, his house. a whole wall. Because it ate, like, downstairs and upstairs. And I'm not really sure how that happened, but either way... Yeah, it was like a weird illustration of, like, uh-huh. his pineapple has a core. Yeah, or that's like how... Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it... Yeah, whatever. Maybe that's the one that, like, brings him down into his weird library or whatever. <laughs> but this this monster is, is attacking Bikini Bottom, and this is just absolute madness. The, the whole town gathers at the Krusty Krab. Town Crab. meeting. <laughs> town meeting, yeah. Town meeting at the Krusty Krab. It was big! It was all wiggly! And it ate everything! It's horrible! It was an Alaskan bullworm! He ate my wheelbarrow! He ate my children's homework! Do I need to say it? How can we protect ourselves? I got it! Let's all buy a Krabby Patty! We should lock our doors! We should call my nephew! We should dig a moat! We should take Bikini Bottom and push it somewhere else! That idea may just be crazy enough to get us all killed! Let's get someone to go after it! So basically, big idea. Some not-so-big ideas. And, uh... Some just pure, just insanity going on here over a big worm. Um, but, oh my god, now I just, like, thought, I, like, wonder if it's, like, one of those, like, gross toothy worms that just, like, fell off of, like, a fisherman's hook. Oh, a lamprey? Yeah. Ew, I didn't even think of that. No, it's an Alaskan bullworm! <laughs> I love his jagged little teeth, though, when it does show him. His face and the, oh my god, the <laughs> little point. <laughs> And, like, the title cards are great. That's, like, one of my favorite things of this episode, too, is that, like, when he says the Alaskan bullworm and describes it, the title cards are always, like, different colors and different textures. Yeah, and like, uh, fuzzy yeah. and Cold pink. and pink. It's just, like, so great. But, you know, there is no one no fool enough to take on the Alaskan bullworm, Mr. Crab says, but there might just be somebody. Who's this? Who's this guy? Scraping a hook on the window. You guys got a bathroom in this place? Rude ass. In the back. <laughs> Thanks. And I just wrote, I got a poop. <laughs> also, I also wrote, who was this knight? Because who the hell is that guy building a moat? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Random that must suck being night. underwater with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he, like, kind of, that, like, breaks the tension just a little bit. But Did all Sam of a sudden, like walk in, or was she already in there? I'm assuming she was already in there. Maybe she walked in with the sailor just to I'm be like, an asshole. She walked into not knowing any context and was like, "I'll do it. I'll catch a worm for you." 
if and you're willing to pay. And Mr. Krabs, who needs a lot of therapy, <laughs> literally starts foaming at the mouth, freaking out. You'll never get a cent from me. He runs to the cash register, shields it with his body. Never. I'd rather have that worm come here right now and eat you all alive. <laughs> Starts, like, foaming at the mouth like a fucking madman. Like, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, chill the fuck out. So and then Sandy's like, I don't want your money. I just was playing up the drama of the moment is all. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna take that spineless critter down for nothing, because this is personal. Look, my tail's gone. <gasps> So Sandy doesn't want money. She's just like, she just wants to take this thing down. She wants her tail back, which looks like it was cut off, I guess, from this worm who just snuck right up behind her, just got it off of her. And SpongeBob is freaking out, though. Like, he's just like, this isn't safe. This is, we're talking about an Alaskan bullworm, not like a regular worm or like an inchworm, an Alaskan bullworm. And Sandy's like, I don't know nothing about Alaska, but looky here. She's showing, like, pictures of, you know, her actual squirrel body, uh, wrangling bulls and wrangling worms. So this is just more uh, efficient and eco-friendly because she gets to wrangle the worms. Uh, it just saves rope. So she's ready to leave the... Yeehaw! Sorry. Ready to leave the Krusty Krab and go take on the worm. Go get him, Sandy! Now, what was that idea of yours? There's always a dumber plan. And this time they just took both plans and... The dumber plans help you figure out which plans good. are the right plans. Push it. Push it real good. They push the town off into wherever. Like, and Spongebob chases thing. Sandy. Because he's so scared for her. Because, you know, Sandy, I saw it. It was big, scary, and pink. So is Patrick's belly button. But I ain't afraid of that neither. Ew, that's gross. But SpongeBob's, like, not holding back. You'll get massacred. SpongeBob, I'm from Texas. What you think is big and what I think are big are two totally different bigs. Besides, he's got my tail. I can't take that sitting down. And then we get, you know, okay, okay but what, what what if the worm didn't take your tail? If that worm ain't got my tail, who does? Um, I do. You do? Where? Uh, in my pocket. <laughs> well, why didn't you just say so? Give it here. Come on. <laughs> SpongeBob, that's a paperclip and a piece of string. No, it's not. This is your tail. SpongeBob! How would you know? It's always behind you! Words hurt. I got gaslit and all I got was this piece of string and a paper clip. And Sandy's not taking it. She's like, you know what? Forget that. Like, that's bullshit. Like, don't pull that with me. I'm gonna go give that legless rascal what for and... He's trying to, like... He's trying to stop her, do everything as she's running away. Now I'm gonna go give that legless rascal what fur, and there ain't nothing you can say to stop me. Oh yeah? What if I said, 
blagging fedible no hip. Well, I gotta admit that's slowing me down. But I'm still going for him. Keep them on their toes or whatever they say. So she he's just doing everything to get her to turn around and go home. He brings ice cream with nuts. He is ch- chasing her, and she is just absolutely determined, ignoring him. And SpongeBob gets even more desperate. Candy, this is your pappy speaking, and I forbid you to go after this worm. Y'all come back here, young lady. You ain't my paw. You're not my real dad. And you never will be. <laughs> You're just a creepy 70s squirrel mask. Because it's real creepy looking, so I kind of don't, don't blame her for that. But she's not falling for that. She's not dealing with it. And as a matter of fact, she actually just treats him like a, a door in a, a way, actually. Yeah, because he tries to box her. Uh, He's like, yeah, That's no, I, was gonna, I can't let yeah. you go. I almost, I almost spoiled it, yeah. Because uh, he comes in with boxing gloves ready to catch these hands. How about that? And uh, not karate, I guess, this time. <laughs> but Sandy literally walks through him like saloon doors. That's so funny. And he just takes it. But he, and and I feel bad too, because like, he's genuinely like, I just don't want you to get killed. Yeah, like, I feel like, like I'm you're... responsible. You're going to get eaten for sure. It's like when you're trying to convince a friend or somebody not to do something so stupid or just bad for them. And they're just like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll be okay. It's like, I don't want to watch you fall apart. <laughs> Ain't no way some dumb old sea worm's going to make a meal out of me. I'm too Texas tough. Okay. And SpongeBob is just grabbing her ankles, crying and sobbing. Not tough enough. Not tough enough. And he's like, literally, she's pulling him behind her, like as she's as she's like walking, and he's just stretching to her, and she's insisting, like, stop worrying. You know, you like who's the strongest critter in Bikini Bottom? Imagine you're up on the ocean, having a nice, lovely day on your boat. And all of a sudden, you, you get just... yanked through the fucking water, almost to the bottom, and then just come back up. What a yeah! What a time! What a great way! That's what a great horrifying. what a great day out That's in why the I ocean! Don't like the ocean. Yeah, because you never know if the squirrels under there with atomic strength to pull your boat down via an- the anchor. <laughs> so, she's you know she's ready. She's strong. She's ready. This worm ain't shit. We got this. You know, who put the hi-ya, hi-ho, K in karate? You did. Who who saves your yellow backside from certain destruction on a regular basis? You do. And there's literally, like, like, brand on his butt that says, Property of Sandy Cheeks. And I can handle your little bullworm, too, because I am the best there is. There ain't nothing too big or too ornery for me to catch. Okay. Say it. There isn't anything. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing too big or too ornery for you to catch, but that, but that, and that, we don't die, that, yeah, but no, you see, no, die. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? I love her little, like, cutoffs, like, whoop, eh, It's so great. And she's, she's over it, and then all of a sudden, what did she see? She picked something off the, she picked some sand off the ground, and... (laughs) Give it a little sniff. Worm, Worm sign. sign. And it's a little sign on the palm of her hand that, in fact, says worm. Looks like he's in that cave. Uh, Sandy, are you sure? Of course I am. 
I'm going in and I'm not coming out till I got me a big heaping plate of worm stew. <laughs> Gross. Disgusting. So she walks into this um, strange, um, unassuming cave. cave. It's it's a little it's a little moist and it's a little uh, you know it's it's a little different than many of the other caves in Bikini Bottom. Uh, but yeah, he must be inside that uh, moist pink cave, you know. And then all of a sudden, we hear that she's starting something. She's she hears something. She sees something. Hiya, hiya. You t- ah, there you are, you tail nabbing varmint. She's like karateing noises. Sandy, that's not. She peeks her head out. I'm winning. This shouldn't take long. Sandy, that's not. Almost done. Yeah. And uh, out she comes riding this little uh, pink segmented thing, and uh, it's tied in a big knot. She's so proud of herself. See, I did it. This was nothing. Boy, howdy, this critter put up some of a sort of fight, but I'm from Texas, and as you can see, no worm is a match for me. I even found my tail. So she had time to find her tail, put it back on, and not to realize that, well, she does realize. I also love that while she's beating up this um, worm thing, that she's giving updates. She's almost done. (laughs) Dear Twitter, I'm about to go run up on this bitch's house. That's not the worm. Pardon? That's not the worm. That's his tongue. Oh. This is the tongue. And the whole thing is the worm. Run for your life! Run away to do 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 run away to do 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 run away to do 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 run away. I love her like cute like little like. Oh, I the whole thing is the worm. It's like so cute. Uh, but they are running do 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 do, cause you know he's huge and SpongeBob can't take this opportunity, uh, to run for his life. He'd rather take this time to. Get his the I was told the I told you so points, and uh, he was right, and Sandy just won't admit it because you know uh, he's too big for you, isn't he? Not now, SpongeBob. I want to hear you say it. Can we talk about this another time? They're literally running, and and like SpongeBob does not miss a beat here because say it or I'll trip you. He's running on one foot as he's like ready to trip her, and like this is like ridiculous. It's not the time, and then all of a sudden, after the pestering of Spongebob as they're still running for their lives, mind you, okay, you were right, and I was wrong, 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 wrong. Are you happy now? I knew it. And there comes the worm right behind them and almost gets them, but they they do some Scooby-Doo shit kind of right here because they're, like, running over the dirt hills, and he's running through the dirt hills, and, like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. They're running past, like, people and uh, the poor, poor, poor uh, farmer. Yeah, the poor double, Not again. double-chewed-ass farmer. Once bit, twice shy. And uh, SpongeBob's just looking for some advice. What, like, Sandy, help. Sandy. Yeah! 
What do we do now? <laughs> Jurassic Park ancient worm growling noises. Like, absolutely terrifying. And, uh, I think like, it's so mentioned, it's so mentioned, like, I remember it so strongly, the whole, like, making an S for Sandy and S for Spongebob. And she just, like, comes up like Batman and, like, grapple hooks them on a tree and, like, whips them around so they're now riding on the worm. Yeehaw! Rodeo worm ride. You don't see that at every Texas fair now, do you? You don't see that at every Texas roadhouse, do you? You don't see that at every world fair, do you? <laughs> Texas Radho. Not world fair, like a state fair. State fair. County state. Oh, yeah, you did that so quick. Just drew a little worm over there. Not a little worm, it's at the bottom of the paper, but it's Jaws. So now they're, like, riding on this worm, and uh, she's she's pumped. Like, this is great. And then they realize, uh-oh, there's a ravine, and the worm is going to go off it, so they need to get <laughs> off. So they got off. Woohoo! Is that like Back to the Future 3? Is that like it's going off a cliff, like a train? Yeah, so they have to get the train to go off the ravine, um, but Clara needed to be on it because that's why they named that oh, yeah. bridge after her. But Doc broke his rules because he loves Miss Clara Clayton. <laughs> that was his first... Um on-screen kiss. Oh, yeah, I always forget about that. That's so funny. I think I heard he was kind of nervous about it. But. Yeah, because then she's she's uh, the mother of one of the two... Uh, I can't remember what their band name was. The Boats and Hoes. Oh, yeah, that was her. And yeah. Step Brothers. Yeah. She's in Step Brothers. I can't remember who was... Worldwide uh, Unlimited or some dumb shit. Yeah, I couldn't remember <clears throat> what her... um, who her, Which one was her son? I think um, it was the curly, Dale. The curly-headed fuck. Um, John. Wait, no. Riley. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Wow, never mind. It was Will Ferrell. It was Will Ferrell. That's funny. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Hey, wait a minute. She was also an elf with him. Huh. Interesting. Anyway. Yes. Safe at last. Do 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 do. Safe at last. We think it's the end, but uh, as SpongeBob and Sandy are probably gonna go find out shortly as they head back to Bikini Bottom. Um. Bikini Bottom is not there anymore, and uh, it's gone. Bush! Bush! Ouch. So the lesson they all learned today was... Don't listen to Patrick. Or just maybe do one plan at a time and see how it goes instead of just assuming that that plan's instantaneously going to go wrong because then you're going to end up making it go wrong for yourselves, you dumbasses. So the whole town gets crushed and the worm is injured, essentially. I love the way they move the town. <laughs> oh, yeah, just by pushing it away. Farewell. Mm. Au revoir. A, re a reservoir. A reservoir. And uh, that's... That's the last episode of season, uh, season two. Season two. 
is wrapped. And I think that means we're going to use new notebooks for the next seasons yeah, my because notebook's full. Is it? I, I got like what, like ten page, five Holy pages. Holy shit! Left or I have something. way more pages left, wow. but I just don't like this notebook anymore at all. So maybe I'll just draw on the rest of it or something. But then there'll be more stuff in the rest of it anyway because of uh, when we do that next episode of uh, the best of season two and whatnot. Yes, the I best. The, so, best, the best, the best, the best of season oh. <laughs> two. It's like the best around. <laughs> You're the best. Welcome to Cobra Kai. What are we uh, rating these bad boys? Mm. I'm like, I want to turn this into a poster. You shouldn't. I, yeah. A lot of canvas. You draw a paint if you don't want to. Yeah, I feel like I could paint this pretty well. I just ripped off the jaws. Thing instead of writing Jaws, I wrote Worm. Oh my god. But Alright. I'm giving both of these really high ratings. Because I remember them. These were ones that, like, I was kind of, like, haphazardly paying attention to some of them, like, visual-wise, because, like, I just really remember these for some reason. Like, it's, I literally wrote at the top of my page, the Krusty Krab is unfair, Mr. Krabs is in there, standing at the concession, plotting his oppression. Because, like, I just remembered all that, and it's just, like... It's such a funny episode. The like Mr. like Mr. Krabs is an absolute asshole once again, but it's it's cool to see Squidward like be like a good coworker to SpongeBob and like actually care about his job in a weird way even though he claims he doesn't. And Mr. Krabs being a little bitch <laughs> to his creepy stalker fandom. Yeah, his workers or whatever. And who knows? He's probably making them pay too. You told us you it's wanted us to clean our 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 your your house, Mister Krabs. It's a unpaid internship. We're mm-hmm. paying you an exposure to the workforce. Not looking forward to that. I'll tell you. <clears throat> so what are you rating the first one? I said eight point five. Huh? Okay, you said you were going to rate them high. Oh yeah, and then I said eight point five. Okay. Um. I rated the first one. I was thinking about an eight, and I was like, I'm gonna give it a nine, because it never it feels so real. <laughs> yeah, that that I'm one like, quote. Oh, man, nobody yeah. gives a care about the fate of of labor as long as they can get their instant gratification. Yeah, it's like we're all living in it. It's kind of gross, but make another Amazon yeah, warehouse, please. Yeah, yeah, I gave it a nine. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. I like it. I like how Squidward's, like, kind of forceful in it and, like, actually tries to get shit done. In, like, a good way. Yeah, yeah. Real, yeah he's, like, it's a good change of pace for him. He's not being totally selfish. Uh, Mr. Krabs is unbearably an asshole in it. <laughs> so bad. It's like, uh, all the characters kind of feed into it pretty good. Yeah. Hey, the guy's got a megaphone. <laughs> and I, I love the, um, w- like, Woody Guthrie or whatever folk it said it was like sage something ripoff. yeah i'm not mr. sure mr boss man it I'm said it was a real it's a, song it's, yeah i'm like i'm assuming it's a real song but it's just it's funny um yeah that's great that's a good one what are you rating the next one nine same it is such a good one yep. like classic ouch <laughs> there's no i have no complaints like except mr krabs needs therapy um <laughs> Because he's just, like, foaming at the mouth, and you should probably get hospitalized for that or something. But it's just, it's a funny episode. It's, like, 
very underestimated. There's so much, like, fun animation in it with, like, all the title cards and, like, all the stuff and, like, weird close-ups, things like that. I don't know. I just love this episode. It's always been in there, like, in my brain. It's never left, and it like continues. Like a worm, like a brain worm. It continues worm. to be a brain worm, and, yeah, I think it's a lamprey. You got worms. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> I got worms. I beg your pardon. Um, yeah, I, I gave this a nine, also. It's, uh, it's just good. I love a weird, I love a weird episode where they get a weird, you know, extra character, creature, whatever. It makes it kind of spooky. When this one was, there was so many extra characters, too. Oh, yeah, the whole... The like, whole, almost felt, to, like, finish it off. It felt like a B movie, like a B-horror movie, or, like, Tremors. Dun, it was literally Tremors. Dun, 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 dun. But uh, I love um, crabs being a weird rabid crab <laughs> this foam mouth. Rabbit I'll dad. never pay a cent. <laughs> I'll feed all of you to the worm first. Such like, a dick. Okay, so good funny. To know. So fucking funny. Maybe don't eat it. Or like the hook, crab, the hook for a hand guy. Huh, just all like you guys all the weird have a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's all okay. Old man Jenkins. It's good. I like it. Nah, uh, yeah. So we'll be. What the hell is going on in there? Ever eating stuff he's not supposed to? Probably. Bastard. Um. So we'll either have a, an episode next week or the week after. And uh, well, the week yeah. after is what Christmas or some shit. Probably. What maybe. day does Christmas even land on? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't one, even know what the Wednesday days are. One of the days. One of seven. I don't have a functioning brain. I'm branded. It's on a Monday. There might be... I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. Because um, there's just a lot of shit going on. We have stuff next weekend and things like that. So there'll be an episode either next week or the week after. And then there's going to be a, a, a week off. And then there's going to be a <laughs> break. Yeah. Or two weeks of break. Yeah. Unless we find more material to do. But just so we can kind of do a little, we might do a Would little catching up and getting ahead and doing things because it's just busy, man. Yeah. So feel free to send us emails. Whoa. New Year's Eve falls on the 31st this year. <laughs> I thought it fell on the 29th of February. The Friday the 13th of the last day of the month of the full moon. <laughs> the Friday the third. The, today is the, uh, this, this December is the first Friday the 31st, 13th on, like, those things are so stupid. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can follow us on all the places that you listen to podcasts and uh, rate us on there. That'd be cool. You can email us at thesecretformulaes at gmail.com. Send us your art. We'll share it. Uh, I don't know. There's never anything. Nobody emails as much as Linkspace does. Um, Linktree does and Squarespace. Linkspace. Work on that, guys. I'd like to shout out Linkspace for offering us jobs to catapult us to the sun. Um, I will be the pioneer for that. (laughs) Hit us up uh, on Linkspace can uh, actually hit us up or message us or follow us or like our posts on the secret formula podcast if on instagram if you're the sun reach out to us because you bitch ass is going down the <laughs> sun 30. oh well it's over now well it's gonna get earlier but now it's like pouring rain so and you know what it's not snow yep. so i'll take it this episode is brought to you by brain worms and the fact that we have to go to bj's in the rain
Bye. Farewell. Rodeo Worm Ride. You don't see that at every Texas fair now, do you? You don't see that at every Texas roadhouse, do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you?